What is going on, guys? It's your boy MC Fixer, and we are live from Vegas. I'm not going to be here for the rest of the show, so enjoy it. Goodbye. Hello, and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 431. See, I know where to read in the document to check which episode we're on. I don't need to read the tagline, it's fine. Uh, hey. So I am your host, Mr. Paul Despawn. Uh, fixes off fighting robots in Las Vegas. Uh, Matt is still dead. I'm sure I'll be fine soon, don't worry. Uh, but yeah, so I am also joined by the one and only Mr. Two Fresh Crash. How you doing, buddy? Hello, I'm doing good, you know. You good? Uh, you nice sleeping? Yeah, I I just want to... I have been sleeping. We were supposed to do this podcast <laughs> almost... Two hours ago, an hour ago, or something like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of hours yeah, ago, yeah, yeah. I put my alarm on my phone, but if I, if you guys have an iPhone, you can set the alarm for specific dates. Mm -hmm. Today was not one of the days the alarm I turned on was set for. So, no. so the alarm's going to go off one. at like 8 a.m. tomorrow for you then, yeah? Something like that, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for those who don't know, this is the My Xbox and Me, your weekly Xbox podcast where we go over all things Xbox. Uh, massive shout out to our Patreon producer, Erin Gard, uh, for keeping the lights on. Uh, appreciate you. Big hearts. Um, you can get this show early and ad-free on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash mcfixer. Uh, you can also find us on all podcast services and subscribe on the YouTube channels. Um, Crash, did we get a review this week? We did get one review. Oh my. This review came in October 7th, so we're late with the review. It's been a couple of weeks. Okay. We asked for all these reviews and then just we never, never check. checked them, you know? Yeah. Uh, this comes from. I'm, uh, this is. I, I don't know who this is actually from. It's SSSSN4Js and then 4Ks. Okay. SSSNJJJJJKKK. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the title for the review finally it's five stars so that's a big uh, like plus it. I, like it. I came on here to support the crew and save my nan always gotta save your nan always uh, gotta save fix your nan was here, oh, you like that to save her you know it's a fuck you uh, nan she's going down the stairs uh, been listening for about a year now that is a long time thank you so much for listening for that long uh, I love I look forward to listening every weekend when I'm done, when I'm doing chores around the house, love the candid and knowledgeable banter. The very interesting games gives the show a ton of different perspectives. I have left ratings on other platforms, but I went out of my way to leave one here. All in all, fun pod that makes you look forward to the next episode. Thank you so much for the review. That is actually a very good review. That is very nice. We appreciate you, JK. I'm just going to call you JK because I'm not pr like pronouncing all of that. Uh, but yeah, no, appreciate that. Remember, guys, you can leave uh, a review for us on all the podcast services. Please do. We do check them. We do appreciate it. It's that small hit of serotonin that we need every week uh, to get me through the work week. Yeah. God, I need it. Um, but yeah, so um, should we just jump into the topic of the show? Uh, it's been a weird week this week, yeah. I think. Uh, so the main one, I think, is obviously Halo seems to be back. I didn't expect this one. Um so yeah, so just to jump in quickly, uh, before we start, like the new season of Halo has just dropped, so season five, um, they dropped a post on social media. I want to say we'll call it Twitter. I'm not. I'm never calling it X. Not happening. No, absolutely not. It's not X. As far as I'm not concerned, X. if anybody no. calls it X, I don't know what you're talking no. about. What uh, what no. is that? There's only one X, and it's Exhibit. All right. Um. I, or, Xander Cage and he's triple X. So it's you know. DMX also. But DMX. I don't know if you just refer to it. Yeah. 
I think, yeah, no, I think he he, he likes the full title of DMX. Or liked. Yeah, but he says X is going to give it to you, so... True. True. Regardless, none of them are Twitter, and that's what we might... That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, true. so they dropped a tweet this week uh, just talking about uh, this new season five. There is a ton of stuff coming, and it looks like a massive turnaround for the series. Um, so just to quickly go through, they've announced extractions there. Uh, two new arenas for Prism and Forbidden, a brand new tier, 20 tier free battle pass, multi use helmets, which I don't understand what is multi use about the helmets. I thought you just put them on your head and they were done. Um, Forge AI toolkit, so you can now use AI in Forge, a flood themed customization, uh, and max HP, uh, match XP in custom games, plus a ton more. Uh, you can go check that out on Twitter, and they've got a, a blog post as well for it. But yeah, it looks like they're bringing a ton of stuff, and it finally feels like, I don't know about you, but it feels like a proper turnaround uh, for uh, Halo. Yeah, so people have been talking about it for a while, that it's been much better than the place it started at. Mm -hmm. um, but right now, the buzz is generally like extra positive with everything going on in Forge on top of Firefight. I, I'm pretty sure that's what Extraction is. It's essentially yeah, just yeah, a type of Firefight, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so with those two coming out, uh, there's been a lot of very positive buzz around the game, which has been really dope to see, to be honest. Especially yeah. from where the game was at one point. Yeah, so I jumped in right at the beginning uh, and I played quite a bit of multiplayer at the time and it left me feeling a little bit lacking. There wasn't that many maps. Uh, the modes weren't great. It was your basic capture the flag or team deathmatch and that was about it. There wasn't much like variety in there. Um, but it does feel like now that we've like, the, as the seasons have been going on, it does feel like they're getting back into their stride, which is really good. Um I just want to go full of got a full breakdown in here as well. So, uh, massive update for season five. Uh, Reckoning has added new maps, performance tweak, uh, a new firefight mode. Um, there is also a new NPC AI to forge, so you can basically play around with all their AI toolkits. Um, and yeah, there's some ton of weird things in there. Like we've got a post here about someone's actually built a full-on Pokemon battle arena in there. Yep. It, it's, it's not just a pokemon battle arena people like you can play pokemon to a degree with the ai if i'm not mistaken or something like okay. that okay it's uh it's a little bit weird people have been doing some crazy stuff with yeah. the ai uh forge always um has had up until this point some really creative stuff mm -hmm. but now that they can mess with ai i'm very interested to see what exactly some creative people do um, yeah. as well as having the custom game mode playlist or whatever it is now. Uh, yeah. It should be a lot more accessible and easier for you to jump in, and you're getting match XP, which is huge for the battle pass. Yeah, so I I think it's limited to how much you can earn, so obviously you can't just farm custom games, like yeah. one kill gets you a full match score kind of thing. Uh, so they have limited the amount of XP you can earn from there, which makes total sense to me. Because uh, you don't want people farming the uh, the battle passes and things like that. Uh, talking to the battle passes, I do like how Halo do their battle passes. Uh, so you can basically, once you buy a battle pass, you own that forever. And you can just decide where to put your XP into which battle pass you want to earn for. Uh, and then you can, I think you can go back and buy previous ones as well. I think they're just always available. Quote me, let me know in the comments if I'm wrong. I, I, I don't... 
I'm not going to say anything because I haven't played that game in forever. <laughs> I feel like that's not the case. Okay. But I could very much, I could very much be wrong about that. I, I think that was the whole idea. I think I felt the idea was like you could decide no. which battle pass you want to get and then you just put your money into yeah. that battle pass. I I just don't think you can, more so I don't think you can get the battle pass after the time's gone by. Okay. And I Fair could enough. be wrong about that. I Where could be wrong about comments? that. You're right with the XP wise. You could mm -hmm. definitely like pick different tracks. I just don't know if they let you get that battle pass later. If they do, that's actually incredibly dope and yeah. easily. I think already uh, very underrated about Halo Infinite, it has the best uh, battle pass system in any game, I would say. Yeah, their monetization system is pretty damn good. Uh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. The armor, I don't know how the armor and stuff like that is doing now, because I know at one point it was incredibly expensive, but that's generally... Yeah the route most games take with skins so i don't think i was so appalled by that especially considering this is technically a free-to-play game you know yeah like you don't the, even yeah. need game pass to play it true multiplayer is completely free uh which we don't talk about enough i don't think yeah. uh but yeah so like i think it was like i want to say like in-game currency it was like i think about like a custom skin was like 2800 coins or whatever it is which I don't know how much that works out at, but um, I do remember it being quite on the more expensive side. But I do know that they did free battle passes that let you earn custom skins uh, that weren't yeah. in the store and things like that. So there was definitely a free route to earn things. Uh, and obviously, as you earn, uh, as you play more to get the game, you earn a lot more currency and things like that, which was always good. Uh, I got a question here from Origin Cookie Man. Um, With Halo Infinite bringing us so many improvements for Season 5, uh, such as extraction, custom playlists, etc., and the community producing things in Forge like Pokemon-style battles, is it time again for another round of hashtag Halo with the boys? There was never... Did we ever do Halo with the boys the first time? I think this I'm, is something that Orange and Cookie Man really pushed. I'm pretty sure you guys did, like, one stream okay. together uh, before I jumped in. But now that we've got, like, a full squad of four, is it time? I, I'm down to jump back into Halo for the new season. You I'm 100% know? I think, in. I think the only real person you'll have to convince to do this, and we could probably do it without them, uh, is Fix. I think mm -hmm. Fix will be the big one who just doesn't care. Yeah, he's uh, not a Halo fan. Which is weird, because it yeah. is like the flagship Xbox title. So I Yeah, don't get it but it's sci-fi. True. It's space. There's a lot True. of space in that game. <laughs> a lot of space. If we tell him it's a first-person Baldur's Gate, I'm sure he'll be in, right? I don't know how he would, like, not how he would realize that for sure that would get him for sure yeah. absolutely just, we don't tell him what the game eyes. is we'll just get him to install it and say oh yeah there must be some yeah. kind of glitch in the uh the, the marketplace it's not really halo 5 it's Baldur's Gate fps yeah definitely install it halo infinite halo mm -hmm. infinite yeah halo infinite sorry my apologies yeah. we don't talk about halo 5 it's like why are you not joining our party it's like oh, well this is awkward <laughs> But yeah, but no, I'm very excited. I'm I'm 100 up for jumping back into Halo. Uh, I've been kind of thinking about it anyway, uh, just because mm. you know uh, it's like it's in the news at the moment. I'm very excited to check it out. But yeah, everything I've heard just sounds like it's a really good idea at the moment to jump back in. But yeah, yeah. I've also been I've been wanting to jump back in for a while with mm -hmm. Forge mode and see what people have created. And now yeah. there's this next big step. I do think it is really the perfect time for anybody who hasn't played in a while to jump back in. Yeah, I was watching uh, some other people play through it, and I think I saw somebody playing like a duck hunt in a Minecraft-style map, which Ooh. looks... So it's basically two teams, like one team running uh, across the map to the goal, and the other team with snipers trying to take them out. 
that looked like a ton of fun. I reckon this could be a really good opportunity to maybe stream it and get like some of the community involved as well. I think yeah, there's a few people out there. Like again, with it being free to play, it's a really good opportunity to get a ton of people together. Yeah. Let us know. It's very... Agreed. Yeah, let us know if that's something you guys want out there. Uh, and yeah, we'll see if we can set that up for you. Uh, but yeah, but let's talk about uh, what's in your box. Crash, I can't what's really talk... What's in my box? Yeah. My, my box specifically? Your yeah, box. Because um... I can't really talk about what's in my box. I am yeah. under NDA. I can tell you I have been playing Ghost Runner 2. Uh, I will have a review out. Uh, as of time of recording, it'll be the Monday, so tomorrow. Um, so yeah, so I will have my review out tomorrow, so you can go check that out on my channel. But yeah, other than that, uh, all I've really been playing is a bit of Forza this morning. Uh, finally checking out Forza Motorsport. Um, it's all right. It's more Forza. It's cars go fast, look pretty. Uh, I've not got that far into it yet. I've only got past the uh, main tutorial area. Uh, but the cars feel good for what I've played so far. But I'm very excited to check out what the progression's like because I've heard some people complaining that it's kind of it ties you too much into certain cars. Uh, and you can't just get everything. So I'm interested to see how that plays out. But that's me. What about you? What have you been playing? I've dropped every game that I'm playing, and the only thing I've been grinding is Lies of P. It's all I've been playing. How are you all finding it? I th I'm very much so enjoying it. Mm -hmm. uh, the more I play the game, the higher on my list it goes, and the more I enjoy the game. Nice. Um, I think I'm at the point where I have like four-ish bosses left, including mini bosses. Okay. Um, there is I, I've been wanting to talk about this game for like the past two weeks. Been I've just been that. waiting for Matt. Yeah, I've been waiting for Matt to get on. So I'm not gonna go too into detail with it, okay. but I've been enjoying it a lot because there are stuff that I do want to talk about. But I would love Matt's input on the on the things I want to talk about, so I yeah. don't want to repeat myself. But no, that makes sense. I've been I think... absolutely loving it. Yeah, I think you and Matt, are, like, that would be a perfect conversation. But, like, I just, I, I'm getting to that point where I think my reaction time for Souls games and Souls likes are just, it's just not there for me anymore. Uh, I tried Liza P for a bit. I think I got to the, I want to say the second boss. In fact, no, I didn't. I got to, I got past the first boss, but I got past, uh, I got hit to one of those, const the, uh, the constables, um, where I was told I could just run past it. And I never went back to run past them. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, fair. Do. I got better things to do. Like, not. Yeah, I, honestly, if it's frustrating you, there's, yeah, there's yeah. no reason to ever play a game that's frustrating you that you don't end up getting. Like, the satisfaction isn't there for you. Yeah, I don't. Like, when I. Like, with with those kind of, like, difficult games, there's definitely a moment of, like, that euphoria when you finally get past a boss. I don't get that from Souls games. I just. I'm just. It's that, you know, that exhausted relief rather than yeah. joy. I'm just like, oh, thank God that's over with. Rather than yes, I did it. Uh, so I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, need yeah. that in my life. I've got, you know, I've got a day job for that kind of stress. I don't need a video right. game for it. <laughs> it's very fair, very fair. You don't yeah. want to go from having a from work to getting back and just hitting your head against the wall. Like, exactly, what am I exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, there's many other ways to hit my head against the wall. I could actually do it. Um, but yeah, yeah, so I like. Has there been anything else you've been playing? Or has it literally just been Liza P? It's just been Lies of P. I played a little bit more uh, Mirage, uh, which I'm, I'm still enjoying. I think mm -hmm. once you start unlocking like the different tools and stuff in that game, that game gets significantly more fun when you can start doing more assassin, yeah, yeah. assassin stuff. Uh, the story uh, still does not interest me no. anymore. 
You're not feeling Basim no. at all? No, I didn't like him in Valhalla, so it was just hard to like get me to care about him in his origin story. Because like, yeah. I don't care where the character ends up at the end of Valhalla. So, no, that yeah. makes total sense. Uh, I so I didn't really play too much of Valhalla, so I didn't really have like much interaction with him. So for me, he's quite fresh. Uh, but it definitely mm. feels not as in depth as some of the other characters. Again, I guess that comes with it being a shorter story and having less time with them. Uh, like nothing will ever beat Odyssey for me of like connecting with a, a character. Like connecting with Cassandra was yeah. just like one of the best experiences in Assassin's Creed game. So yeah, trying to live up to that in a 15 hour game is going to be hard. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I still enjoyed my time with it. Uh, I still loved it. I don't think it's like up there as the best, but I definitely think it gives me the kind of same vibes that the original Assassin's Creed game did after going back when the couple were released. Like, it feels like a really good starting point again. Yeah. Like, I feel like if they could build off the back of it uh, to kind of keep that stealth aspect, but kind of expand it a bit more, maybe like double the length, give it like a 30, 40 hour playtime. So you get more time with a different character. I, yeah. I, I I honestly think the 10 to 15 hour-ish mark would be fine as well, as long as it's... With someone else. <laughs> there's a better introduction to a character and a story they're telling. Because I think even outside of uh, Bessem, the story they're telling isn't like super interesting and captivating, right? Yeah. They're chasing the the art. They're like chasing those artifacts and stuff like that. And you kind of know what's going on there just because you know it's Assassin's Creed. The mm -hmm. story doesn't give you a reason to compel that main narrative outside of what you know as an Assassin's Creed fan to be compelled with the story. It's more True. so my True. gripe with it because I wasn't expecting to like Basim. No. So. But yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, the story does kind of feel a bit flat, and yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, cool. All right, let's move on to this week's dashboard. Uh, I've got a few bits in here. Um, first up. Bethesda's head of publishing, Pete Hines, is to retire after 24 years. That's a long time. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just to quickly run through, Bethesda's SVP and head of publishing, Pete Hines, has announced his retirement. Uh, Hines joined Bethesda's market in the party in 1999. Damn. Uh, he called his tenure he's an amazing been there career. For a while. Yeah, yeah, he's been in there like day one, but it feels like. like as far as I've <laughs> known of Bethesda, I've known of Pete Hines being in place. Uh, but yeah, uh, he added a statement saying that after the launch of Starfield, it felt like it was the right time for him to retire. I think he said he's going to go off and do like just more personal projects and just enjoy like some time. Uh, he said he's still going to be involved in Bethesda games and the community, but mainly just as a fan. Man, congratulations to Pete Hines just in general. 24 years in gaming in one company is uh, not often heard of. So yeah, yeah. kudos to him for that. And and to have it be like a successful run, I feel like yeah. for a majority of that time, right? You have like the Fallout 76 era where you could say like it was kind of a miss, but other than that, like Bethesda's been a rock star in gaming. Yeah, not actual rock star. They're, they're, they're yeah. tech twos. They're a different rock star. But yeah, like you've got yeah. like, he's he's been there for Fallout 3, Fallout 4, Skyrim. Uh, say what yeah. you want. I think Starfield was an amazing release as well. Uh, so yeah, now I think he's had an amazing career, and congratulations to him uh, in his retirement. I wish we could all do it and just play video games all day. That'd be so nice. Yeah. Like, oh, you what, could just 
Go just leave, leave your job, retire today. Just, just retire today. Yeah, I don't need to pay yeah. for my house. It's fine. You know, rent no. is a. Uh... When they come to when they come to collect it, be like, nah, next week you got it. Next nah, mate. Week. Yeah, I got you next week. It's fine. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't kick yeah. me out. All my shiny things are here. Yeah. But yeah, like what? Like, I mean, what's next uh, for Bethesda? Like in, in the publishing side, do you think this is kind of a a sign that they're going to be moving more into just like core Xbox uh, for their publishing side? Yeah. I think there's definitely a possibility for that. Hey, I do think Bethesda will remain somewhat um, on its own in that degree, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little bit more integrated integration with the Xbox side of things, especially for their newer non Bethesda titles. So like not the Skyrim's fallouts. Um, yeah. Why am I forgetting the game? Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush, but uh, Dishonored, Dishonored oh, okay. as well. Like those games that they're known for, I would mm-hmm. imagine that Bethesda still does in-house. But any new IPs going forward, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're also somewhat handled by Xbox yeah. for that side of things. Yeah. So I mean, is that? Forgive me if I'm get this wrong, but is that like Aaron Greenberg's team uh, who does that kind of stuff? You know who would be a great person to answer that, but he's busy fighting robots. True, Fix would true. probably be a great person to answer Fix. that. Yeah, I mean, those robots need fighting, I'm not going to lie. They do. Yeah. They do. Oh, by the way, if you have not seen it already, definitely go check out uh, Fix's socials. Uh, he posted from Las Vegas where they had the uh, Xbox took over the sphere, which yeah. looked amazing. Not yeah, yeah, that was in very any cool. way, shape, or form. No? No. You, nope. you didn't wish you were there or nope. like to see it in person? No. Nope. You don't want to? Okay. No, I don't want. I don't. I don't yeah. want to see that. I, I 100 believe you right now. Yeah, it's I'm, not a part of me that doubts that. Nope, there is no doubt to be had. It is 100 genuine, bastard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, congratulations to Pete on his uh, retirement. I am super excited to see what happens next in that kind of sphere. Uh, and yeah, I hope you enjoy some rest because that man has been working hard for a long time. Yeah. Uh, next up. We have a little bit of news. Um, this one, it depends how fast I get this uh, episode out this week. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know if we want to talk about this, but Diablo 3 I, was or technically is free this weekend. I included this not because like it would be a relevant topic for us to talk about, but okay. more so because it's an interesting approach for possible future Activision games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially before they fully come into Game Pass. So we're talking about like the Call of Duty and stuff like that to do yeah, the... Yeah the the free weekends um with a game pass subscription so you'll still need the game pass subscription for it because i'm pretty sure that's how the diablo 4 one works uh yeah is you need like the base at least the base game pass subscription okay uh well i think you need the base game actually i don't know did they make uh multiplayer completely free or does it need that base game pass subscription now uh no multiplayer is completely i'm pretty sure multiplayer is free or is it only free and free to play games that might be uh, the, that might be the it change yeah. they made uh but yeah just to quickly run through this we've got uh from now when this was posted until tonight uh 20 22nd at 11 59 pt um all xbox users so it doesn't say uh anything for game pass Uh-oh. can play diablo okay. 4 for free uh your playtime is limited to 10 hours during the free weekend meaning you won't be able to fully play through the game's campaign and access any of season two's contents unless you buy the full game i mean i'm sure some speedrunners out there will argue with that um but yeah this promotion comes just a week after microsoft officially completed its activision blizzard merger deal so yeah so you were saying that maybe this could be a sign of things to come until they start dropping in game pass yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if they have maybe one or two of these for Call of Duty. I wouldn't be surprised if you get another one of these for Diablo at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when they have like uh, D- 
DLC and stuff like that or some sort of like for Call of Duty, you have a big crossover uh, content dropping, you know, some skins or whatever. And yeah, oh, let's get people in the game right now. Although well, I was going to say they was, just was, did a, a big uh, content. I think Lilith is now in Call of Duty. Lilith. Um, I, Skeletor. The angel dude? I forget the angel dude. Skeletor is in it as well. I've heard oh, I've uh, actually heard a lot of really good things about Skeletor. Yeah, I've seen a couple of clips of it. It looks awesome uh, for a skin. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to merge. I want to say it's a Zale. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah I definitely mispronounced right. that. But uh, uh, yeah, that anybody dude... who says you mispronounced it, correct? That's yeah, they're wrong. The yeah, way. that's you yeah. know that that's that's a hate crime. How dare you? Uh, I pronounce everything correctly. Um, but yeah, so I think it's I think it's a cool opportunity for them to like yeah, kind of like slow feed people into the Activision games before they do drop into uh game pass maybe just kind of eke out a couple of sales for people that are excited for the, the games so yes yeah, so obviously season two yeah. just dropped for uh diablo i've not gone back to it which is criminal because nope. I, I really enjoyed my time in diablo but yeah i just for some reason never went back to it i think it was yeah, the fact I'm... that you had to re-roll a character for every new season i didn't like that yeah i'm with i'm with you there i i I've talked about it on the podcast. I don't like the way that works specifically in Diablo yeah. 4. I think it worked really well in Diablo 3 because you could level up really fast in Diablo 3, and the way it worked from season to season was fairly simple. Mm -hmm. uh, and Diablo 4's leveling has just been kind of... was atrocious. I don't know how yeah. it is now. Apparently, it's gotten better. But they've okay. also lost a large amount of their player base already. Um, yeah. So we'll see where things go. I've heard some pretty fine things about season two. Yeah, I've heard some good things about season two, but I think for me, it's with those kind of games, it's like the allure is always like getting a character and just building them up through seasons. And the fact yeah. that you don't get to do that is kind of what threw me off a little bit. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. going back to what you were saying about like these things, like what else would you like to see like dropping at these kind of things? Like obviously, you've got Diablo. Um, I yeah. can easily see a couple of free play weekends when Modern Warfare 3 drops. Yeah. Call of Duty was the one I was really, like, really thinking on for this because I think it's a really good way to get sort of that Xbox branding on the game without it being like, oh, the game's coming to uh, Game Pass and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Other than that, I don't know. I don't know what Activision would be putting out that you would want those 10 hours. Yeah. And, um, I, I don't think they have like Overwatch is free to play. Yeah. Um, World of Warcraft isn't on Xbox, so I don't really think there's anything else for them to capitalize on this on. Yeah, not as any, of yet. I'm gonna say not any like kind of. Well, I was gonna say because the ba the best things for these are like the games of the service type games, which will give you those like yeah, give you the early taste, and then you get hooked, and then you're playing for months on end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's not really anything major that's on Xbox that I could really think of, uh, apart from yeah, like you say Diablo and uh call of duty uh, but i still think it's an interesting concept i think like you say when you um i'd love to see and i don't know if it'll ever happen but i think we talked about it briefly in the last episode when they actually still went through i'd love to see similar to how riot uh, have worked with xbox and game pass about like giving you mm. agents and uh, skins and things like that i'd love to see him do some stuff like that with world of warcraft uh with it being like cut like unique skin, unlocking certain mounts and certain skins and things like that yeah that would be interesting um that won't happen you don't think that's <laughs> ever gonna happen make, it, i i think you'll get some free skins but i think they will be free skins made specifically for um for xbox or right. it'll be older 
older skins that they've had on the marketplace or something like that for a while. Mm -hmm. But I think they get they make far too much money off of microtransactions to just sort of be like a. Uh, let's uh, just give it all away for throw free. a large net over skins for just having game pass yeah i would, I would generally so. agree with you but the way that xbox have been moving recently is very consumer friendly uh i could definitely see them just being like you know what if you're a game pass ultimate subscriber you get like i don't know like certain credit a month or just like certain skins every month i could see them doing it i i would i would 100 percent be down with that but i it really still goes back to depending on how much microsoft will be affected how much microsoft will want to interfere with the way these games already make money because world of warcraft already prints money right um i'm like microsoft on its own i could absolutely see or xbox on its own i could absolutely see doing this because you are right they have been very very pro-consumer with a lot of their uh decisions especially around uh microtransactions we talked about halo earlier right Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah uh the battle pass and that you buy it once you get it forever and then you can just level it up and switch between different tracks uh so i i think it would be really cool and i do think you will get some sort of benefits from uh being a game pass uh ultimate subscriber if not just a game pass subscriber i think it would be very i'd be very surprised if xbox didn't incentivize people to get uh game pass who already have uh a world of warcraft subscription especially because um that would be a great incentive for people hey you want to play more games oh you also play world of warcraft well here game pass is the absolute perfect thing for you because you will be getting these benefits for a game that you already play and there's people who go crazy over hunting skins so if there is a skin attached to it that is exclusive people will absolutely eat that up we talked about it briefly like uh last episode like what other like because i mentioned having the warthog as a mount but then obviously you've got flying mounts yeah. uh, in World of Warcraft. What other mounts would you want in yeah. there? Ooh, um, that's a tough one. I'm uh, just a saying. mount from like, uh, Go I was going to say like a grounded ant or something like that. It's very clearly like in the grounded style. It could be very cool as well. Oh yeah, the grounded one or a bee for, for the flying. Or a bee, yeah, yeah, yeah something bee like for that. A it's I very much because they already have they already have bees in the game that you can mm. get as mounts, but something that's very much so like grounded style. It's clearly uh, grounded, yeah, artistic. yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say maybe one of the dragons from Diablo. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, a dragon. Yeah. Like that a could dragon. Definitely fit. Yeah. I'll just yeah. a demon of some kind. I think that'd be yeah. a really good fit. Uh but yeah, I don't know. Or maybe the uh the pelican from Halo. You just sit on top I, of the pelican. I thought the pelican. I was just gonna say I don't know how that would work. You just sit cross legged so, like, on top of it. Having, I'd be hysterical if they were to do that. I, I would a hundred percent get that mount. I would one hundred percent go back to play World of Warcraft just for that mount. Man, uh, I'm a sucker for all these so things. Don't don't do that. Despawn's no? way too busy to be going back to World of Warcraft, please, Xbox. That's how you get me in. I'm just saying, that's how you get me in. <laughs> and then every week week after week these sponsors feel like i played more world of warcraft guys yeah, warcraft. It's, i'm gonna be the warcraft version of fix with uh boulders gate it's like so what what is it game um, of the year yeah 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 it's game of the year yeah. now i've been riding around uh, azeroth on my pelican it's been great best time uh moving on though uh alan wake uh so this is a game that's coming out this week i think uh, on friday yeah jeez that was so close uh but uh, alan wake flashback is a Fortnite experience that recreates remedy's iconic story uh so this is taken from igm uh in an unexpected fusion of gaming mechanics 
Epic Games announces Alan Wake Flashback, a new Fortnite experience that revisits Remedy's Entertainment's 2010 cult classic. So basically, Have if you I'm understanding, no, I've not seen this. Um, but from what I'm reading here, I'm understanding you basically they are retelling the original story in Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, it's actually very, very cool. Um, okay, I wish, I wish, like, if this happened for Gears of War or something like that, I'd 100 percent jump in. I just don't care for for uh, Alan Wake, unfortunately. Where I saw this and I was like. Very cool concept. Do not care for the game. Okay. So that is completely different because for me, I am 100% going to go check this out later today because I am massively into Alan Wake. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the first games I remember genuinely scaring me. Uh, it just, just the atmospheric horror that that game did. Uh, the fact that this is going into now a full-on survival horror for the new one very excited. Cannot wait. Um, yeah, Remedy, if you're out there listening, please let me cover your game. Please. Pretty please please i asked nicely uh but no i'm very excited for alan wake so yeah this is cool like i'd be interested to see more things like this i know they've done things with like i think well fortnite have done things with everyone at this point haven't they they did one with dragon yeah. ball they've done travis scott uh they did like a music festival in there at one point there's been a yeah i don't stuff. think i don't think you can find very many beloved ips that have not interacted with fortnite in some sort of way yeah, I mean, we've all got the uh, the Marvel skins. It's just been a ton of stuff. But no, like, I'm interested to see what else they could like. What upcoming games could you see them doing something like this in Fortnite? Oh, that's a tough one. Upcoming games. I don't know. Because, like, I would love for them to do something with, like, Fable. I think Ooh. a Fable thing would be very cool. Maybe not necessarily uh, something that'll retell the stories because obviously it's going to be a reboot, but something to get you introduced into that world. Yeah, but yeah. then again, I don't know how you would do that because this is very much so a retelling. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I kind of view it like a theme park experience, right? They sit yeah. you down on the ride, you go through the whole thing. So you could do something like that for Fable, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, other than Fable, I don't really know... Because I don't know how how far off the path with what they've done with um, Alan Wake they'd be willing to go, right? True, true. I mean, personally, it's not Xbox, but I would love to do uh, like a Final Fantasy. Mm. Uh, like Final Fantasy VII, especially with the re oh. lead up to uh, the Rebirth coming out. I could see them doing, again, maybe like a Golden Saucer-esque. Oh, actually, just recreate yeah. Golden Saucer in Fortnite. Anyone who's doing the yeah, anyone who's using the Fortnite editor at the moment, could you please recreate? Yeah, just recreate Golden Saucer, Chocobo races, and everything. I want it. Yeah, and then that would could, actually be. I was gonna say, then we could finally uh -huh. play Final Fantasy on Xbox. Yeah, true. Well, uh, nice. well, Final I, Fantasy I didn't Seven. Include the story. I. Okay, that's a good point. I was gonna say I didn't include the story, but Final Fantasy fourteen is having an open beta from January to February, I believe. Real. They've been they they've they've had one in October earlier in the month that I didn't even know about. Yeah. Um so a weird one. So I was reading up on that, uh, just while we're talking about it. Apparently, word of warning, PlayStation did something similar. Uh, but if you played the open beta, it locks you out of the free version. Yeah, so I, I was I was reading an article that said you they'll extend your time or something like that with the free version. You'll want to look into it first before right. you jump into it. Yeah. But yeah. I did briefly read something on it. Um 
which I think is very, very weird and stupid. But yeah, that's just like, the way Square Enix's whole account system works with their MMO and stuff like that. Their yeah. system on the back end is very, very not amazing. Yeah, I so I had a subscription to well, not a subscription, but I definitely checked out the Final Fantasy fourteen on PC, and the just the account system in general was a pain to get set up. So yeah, yeah, be aware it's it's a bit of work, and if you are excited, maybe just hold out for the actual drop rather than the beta, uh, or at least check uh, before it's, you do. Yeah, I think the aim is for the game to release spring of next year, mm -hmm. so we're not super far out. Yeah, uh, it'll be another maybe six months ish for it to release or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So just keep an eye out, and uh, yeah, if you want to wait, I'd wait. Uh, yeah, moving yeah. on. EA Iron Man game. Ooh, this I'm excited for. So EA Iron Man game being developed in Unreal Engine 5. Uh, again, uh, this is a from a blog post uh, from EA Motive saying that Unreal Engine 5 will empower the dev team to work their magic and create something really special. Uh, it joins several other games like Bathmyth, uh, Bathmyth? Blackmyth Wukong, Tekken 8, and The Witcher Remake uh, in using the engine, uh, with Lords of the Falling being one of the first major games that uses it for its release. Uh, EA Motive confirmed it is now focusing on Iron Man after switching from the incredibly well-received Dead Space remake earlier this year, uh, though the game is likely still years away as it's still very early in development. I'm excited. Like, it's nice to see like a lot of companies now switching to Unreal 5. Uh, I know there's a couple of companies that we... Obviously, what was the first game that released in... Uh, was it Immortals of Avian? Uh, yes. The very first yes, Unreal yes, 5 yes, game, yes. which... Not well received story wise, but I do remember everyone saying that was a beautiful game, um, and everything I've seen from Unreal was, Engine just looks good. It was a beautiful game if you weren't playing from the Series S. True. I mean, at this point, just yeah. get an X and a PC, right? Uh <laughs> yeah. Um, Lords of the Fallen is made on Unreal Five as well, which yeah, yeah. has some that has some visual hiccups as well. Um, True. There's but. That game also looks very good at times. Yeah, when it when um, it looks good, it looks very good. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Another game I'm not uh, touching because it is very much a Souls like. So yeah, yeah enjoy that if you enjoy that. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think this is a very interesting move. This game is not as far along as I thought it was as well at, no. at all, which makes sense because they were working on it's the same team that was working on the Dead Space remake. Mm -hmm. So it makes a lot of sense that they're not as far as I thought they were. Um, but I am excited to see more games jumping into Unreal 5, and I'm excited to see more games utilizing Unreal 5 well. Yeah. Because we've yeah. seen a lot of people saying like you see, you should have switched to Unreal 5 because these games come out and they're kind of a mess and it's like, it's a new engine and then uh, even in Unreal 4, you've had games come out that haven't been amazing. Like yeah. Immortals of Avium, I don't think that game being in uh, Unreal 4 would have made that game uh, significantly better or better at all because sometimes no. I think there's a little bit too much emphasis on an engine as opposed to like how talented a developer is regardless of the engine. Yeah. Um, yeah, design and choices. So I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think the Unreal Engine five will make too much of a difference, but I also do think that the team behind it, EA Motive, is a very talented team. Oh, one hundred percent. Like Dead Space. Like I've not had a chance to get a hold of the remake, but I will be able to soon because it's coming to Game Pass, which is exciting. Yep. 
So yeah, this month it's going to be a Game Pass. Uh, but yeah, no, I've not had a chance to get hold of it yet, but everything I've seen of like gameplay, like watching streams and stuff like that, it looks beautiful. So that in Unreal 4, uh, I can't wait to see what this uh, studio does with uh, yeah, the new engine. Um, I'm very excited to see like more games kind of like take on that, on that engine. I got hands-on with Tekken 8 at uh, WASD uh, earlier this year, or WSD. That game is beautiful. For a fighting game, uh, very, very beautiful. Uh, I'm very excited for the full release next year for that one as well. So uh, me excited for a fighting game. Who knew? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's are crazy. you? I guess because I know um, you. You are a resident fighting game fan. Are you jumping into Tekken? Are you a Tekken fan? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not a Tekken fan. So my okay. issue with Tekken, I jumped into Tekken Seven briefly, and that's only because they had Noctis and Akuma. My issue with Tekken has always been I don't really care for any of the characters. Right. Um, and so it's hard for me to get super invested in wanting to play that game. Wow. Um, which I've heard I've heard people have that complaint with Tekken, and the answer is always like, you just gotta play it and you'll find a character because there's such a long list of characters with um who fit different archetypes and they have slight yeah. deviations that you're likely to find someone you like. So the answer is always like just play, grind it out, figure out a character. I just haven't been able to bring myself. Um, Final Fantasy 7 uh, not Final Fantasy 7 uh, Tekken 7 was Wait, nice we're getting cloud and Noctis and so cloud and Tekken? Tekken? we're getting cloud I, you know Tifa would be a great fit in Tekken Tifa, Tifa would, would be an amazing, amazing fit, fit did you ever play the uh, the fighting game yeah. was it Urgeis uh, ooh, Back on the I PS, know the I think one it was a PS2 about. or PS3 era but it was oh, like a no, fighting game but it had like game. it had like Tifa Cloud Sephiroth uh, as like actual playable characters in there, it was like a proper full on like three D fighting no. game. You you should go. No, check they that had out. the they had the um, is it the same one as they had on like PSP and stuff like that? No, it's it's like it's not like a full on like Final Fantasy fighting game. It was like a, a standard it. fighting game, but, okay. it had, but it, they were fairly fully ingrained in it as well. It was such a weird like concept, but oh. it looked cool. Definitely go check it out. I'm sure when I edit this, I'll put up a clip of it. Uh, but yeah, um, I'd be excited to see what, like, I know we're getting off the Unreal conversation, but I'm interested to see what characters come to Tekken. But I definitely agree with, like, getting involved and finding a character you love. Like, I'm always a, uh, and I always mispronounce it, it's Harang is my guy in Tekken. Mm. He's the he's the kicky boy. He's basically a kickboxer. Uh, I love him. He's been my character since, like, Tekken 3. So I'm excited to see that he's coming back in Tekken 8. Uh, again, he was the character that I chose to play at the uh, at, on the show floor when I got a chance to check it out. Very excited, very excited. So yeah, no, like, I'm. I feel like this year has got me excited for fighting games again. Like I'm never going to be like full on competitive with it, but yeah. getting getting like with Mortal Kombat One being such a good game, uh, Street Fighter Six having a massive resurgence, and yeah, now now Tekken coming. I'm super excited for fighting games again, and I did not expect to say that. Yeah, they've had a very, very good year this year, and it looks like it'll continue into next year, which has been very, very dope. We'll see. Uh, the thing with fighting games is always, like, legs and how long those games last. So we'll see yeah. uh, with uh, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Those will be very good uh, markers for how the genre is doing going into next year. Um, but it's been very, very dope to see, especially because it's all these core fighting game franchises that sort of having resurgence and Tekken being the next one is going to be amazing almost dropping this year if that had dropped this year would have been 
a fantastic year for fighting. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I don't know how this year could get much better, but absolutely. Two words. Um, probably a good thing that that one's, yeah. I can say two words. Killer Instinct. Oh, man. Don't say that. I'm saying don't it. Say I'm putting it out there. Like, when honestly, that never comes out. I'm going to put it out there. Now that, like, and with what Phil has said uh, regarding the, obviously, the ABK deal, like, he wants to get studios making stuff they're passionate about. There is an opportunity for a studio to just turn around and go like, we want to make a new Killer Instinct. We think this is the best time to do it. Fighting games are like going yeah. through a resurgence. Like you put Killer Instincts it's... in the hands of a good studio, it could, you know, it could do gangbusters. Also, great Game Pass game if you're releasing the characters for free on Game Pass. Mm -hmm. Freaking air quotes. Um, a lot of crossover uh, potential. I don't know. Have you? Did you play Killer Instinct? Yes, not a lot, but I did play a bit of it. Did you? Uh... You never played the Battletoad character? Yes. No, I did. Yeah, yeah. You did? He played fantastic. Like, what they mm -hmm. did for him in that game is like, oh, I could see, like, you could go with some of the more goofy crossover characters like a Crash Bandicoot, and they could make it work in that game. Ooh, yeah, no. Yeah, you, oh, like, Spyro? No, maybe not Spyro. I don't want to see Spyro throwing maybe. hands. You don't want to see Spyro. I, think I don't want to see Spyro. Spyro. Hands would be hysterical. But for something like Spyro, you could give like Riptor a little Spyro costume that he runs. Yeah. Him, right. Yeah. You could do some creative stuff like that as well. True. Um, with all the IPs they have for the characters that might not necessarily fit super well. Um, I mean, how but long they've shown it... they can like make. Come. Go yeah. Ahead. They. They. I'm gonna say like, how long do you think till we get to the point where we get like an Xbox style, uh, Super Smash Brothers? They've got so many IPs now. Never. 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 They, 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 look, before they do a Smash Brothers game, they should do a, a, a more casual, friendly game, like a Mario Party type of situation True. to see if the meshing of the IPs works that well yeah. and they can ship a whole game off of it. Um, although I, I'm sure a Smash game would work as yeah. well, without I a mean, doubt. We all remember um, how well we loved PlayStation All-Star Battle Royale, right? I love that game. Yeah. Not non joke, non joke. Okay. I really enjoyed okay. that game. Okay. Uh, also, just <laughs> not, one last joke. one last character for uh, Killer Instinct, Banjo. Yeah. Just just beat the crap out of Banjo Kazooie. Oh, you know what? That's a great point. I was gonna say no. I hate that character, but yeah, yeah let's yeah, all yeah. beat him up. Yeah, yeah. You just that's a great idea. Take him in the training mode. Turn off their ability to fight you back, and just just lay waste to them yeah. for an hour. Uh, put out a an hour long just, video on straight just, to just YouTube of nothing, but you just beating up banjo, just beating up banjo, chucking Kazooie down the the well or whatever. I don't know. I don't like what are the levels like on Killer Instinct. It's been so long. Do you still go back I, and play Killer Instinct? Do I? I haven't gone back in a while. Right. So the answer is no. No. But like, it's it's hard to justify going back to it now, especially when like Street Fighter Six is out, and I'd much rather play that game than. Go back to Killer Instinct. Not that I don't love Killer Instinct. Fair. Old game Fair. is old. Old game point. is indeed. If that game old. was still getting updates and had, if that game was still getting updates and having new characters come out, I'd absolutely still be playing. There's yeah, yeah. not doubt. That's fair. Yeah. You heard it here first, Xbox. Give us more Killer Instinct. I say first, like I'm pretty sure a lot of people are asking for yeah. Killer Instinct at this point. Well, I say a lot. Some. Yeah. I'd be down for it though. I'd definitely be down for it. Yeah, stick Killer well, Instinct we'll on see. Game Plus. There's a lot of chatter about a Killer Instinct. Yeah, it's mainly us two talking about it right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, moving on. We have uh, a bad King Kong game is part of a vicious cycle of licensed title, Dev says. 
Uh, so I don't know anything about this. So you added this one, but uh, let me quickly read through it and then you can tell me what the hell is going on. Um, Skull Island Rise of Kong was released earlier this week, uh, which was... Uh, so this is the visceral social media reactions. Uh, so it's basically PS2S Aye. graphics, left-fielded bugs, many calling it the worst game of 2023. Uh, the reason it's uh, apparently received that title, though, is because apparently the developers only had a year to work on the title. Uh, per a new re report from The Verge, developers at uh, Iguana B, an indie studio based in Santiago, Chile, said they were contacted by Game Mill to create Skull Island from scratch within a one-year turnaround. Uh, development started last June and was expected to wrap in June uh, this year. Uh, one developer said the crunch to meet that deadline was set in motion early February. I've not seen this game. I don't know anything about yeah. it. How bad is it? It's I when I first saw the game, a friend sent me the clip of it. I thought it was a prank. I thought it was a joke video of somebody like doing some 3D animation. It is a full-on game. It right. looks not great. A very much so very accurate description to call it a PS2 game. And not when people call stuff PS2 games because it looks a little dated. Mm -hmm. It's like it could have been a PS2 era game right um and i it's it's just been it's been very funny seeing headlines and stuff like for the game and what i thought was really interesting was the 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 cycle that the um uh that the game had to go through in a year time a year's time why and more why so just showing you can't that? force developers do that the, the, yeah. yeah and the sort of on. This Sorry. brings back the feel of the old days where like IPs would just come out with games and they'd be horrible and they'd be successful off of IPs. Mm -hmm. We're very much so not in that era anymore. Nope. So it's a lot more noticeable when an IP does that. And yeah. this possibly kills a lot of interest in the future for a King Kong game, even if they put more development time into it, right? Yeah. I'm just going to put it out there. Was anyone excited for a King Kong game? No, nobody knew this game was coming out. No. Like, I, I, just, I literally the first I heard of yeah. it was when I saw the gameplay and I thought it was a prank. I thought yeah. it wasn't real. I was like, I thought like, it, so. I I was reading this when you put it on here. I was like, why why are we talking about a King Kong game that they've not had a movie out in like four years? I want to yeah, say the timing yeah. timing is just weird. Everything's just weird about it, you know. Yeah, but oh, yeah, well, like, go. On. I was gonna say, when did the King Kong versus Godzilla movie come out? I want to say that was like two two three years ago. Okay. maybe yeah this it's game's two three years late yeah and like, they only is... had a year in development time yeah it's like the film the film dropped went oh it's a good film we should make a game about that it's like uh no you do it before the fact not after uh but yeah, yeah i mean the big thing for this why are you making developers crunch for a year for a game like yeah. this like there is really yeah, no, no need but yeah no Absolutely. terrible but it's also giving a giving a developer a year's time to make a game and expecting it to be good yeah. And I don't know how ambitious this was. Uh, this is absolutely sounds like a horrible, horrible situation to be put in as a development. Yeah. Uh, as a developer, studio. this is horrible. It's a ca It's obviously clearly a cash grab. Somebody got a hold of the IP and went, let's make a game about it. Um, and yeah, putting a studio in this kind of pressure is just a terrible way to be in this year. Shout out to Gollum, though. It's no longer the worst game of the year. <laughs> it's got some competition. GG, GG Gollum, you made it. You're not the worst yeah. game of the year. The yeah. second worst. Uh, yeah, I mean, that sounds like something to be proud of, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Bad move. Don't do this to uh, publishers. 
don't don't force studios to work like this because this is a terrible way to be um right well that's it for the news um so usually right now we would do guess that game are we doing guess that game we're, this week we're doing the guess that game oh we do yeah. get this game. okay it's, well, because it's... you get to guess here okay i'm gonna pick a game okay and i would normally say we skip this okay but Fix stole point? my point from me for Gears of War. So, you know, I'm not taking a point if you don't get this. I okay. just want to give you a point if you do get it. Okay, so you want me to get the lead is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so, rules of I Guess the That Game. game. You've got the game. Cool. Yep. All right, so Guess the Game. For those who don't know what Guess That Game is, basically one of the uh, crew here will choose a game and the rest of us, when we're all here, will choose, will have a minute and a half, I think we said. Uh, yep. So 90 seconds to guess that game with yes or no questions. Uh, so for 90 seconds, you get to do yes or no questions. Uh, at the end of that 90 seconds, you decide if, what that game is. Uh, if you get it right, you get a point. If you don't, you don't. You suck. Get good scrub. Um, so, Crash, you have your game. Do yep. you have your timer? Yep. There it is. Okay. Let's do this. Is it exclusive? No. Uh, 360? Yes. Um, oh. It, it's, did it, it originally launch? Okay, so it launched on 360. Okay, so yeah. It launched on 360. Okay. Um, was it uh, based on an IP? Like a named IP? Yes. Okay. Uh, first person? No. Uh, okay, so I'm guessing third person. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see what kind of game would it be? Uh, genre RPG. No. Uh, platformer. Nope. Uh, oh my god. Uh, third person Xbox 360. Oh my god. Well, I'm really terrible at this game. Um. Let's have a look. Shooter. Yes. First, I would third... classify it as a shooter. Okay, third person shooter. Um, I classify it as a shooter. Okay. Take that as okay, you classify as a shooter. Um, is it uh open world? No. No. Okay. I don't believe it is, but that one I'm not 100 percent sure on. Okay. Uh there. Oh my god, I'm terrible at this game. Um I don't know. Oh, that's it. Time's up. Oh, that's just... That was terrible. I'll, I'll let you know it's very topical to today, is what I'll say. Okay, very topical to today. Um, so, it was a Xbox 360 title. Yep. Third person. Yep. Uh, shooter I, I will say, if you had asked for publishers, it probably would have helped you a good bit. Okay. To narrow down what publishers make what IPs. Right. Okay. Um, so let me just go through what we got again. So we got uh, Xbox 360, uh, not exclusive. Uh, yep. Third person, we said. Yep. Uh, it has shooting, but you say it's not a shooter. No, no. I said I would class. I would oh, classify, you classify it as, a as a shooter. Okay, you like, classify as a shooter. I would class. If you say you would classify something as a shooter, okay. You take that what you will. Okay. Um. What else did I ask? I forgot what I asked now. Uh, it, is it based off of an IP? You said it was based off an IP. Yes. Uh, 
but just to clarify i mean obviously everything's an ip but like we're talking like is it licensed ip it's a licensed ip yes okay so it's a licensed ip that came out in the 360 that would be classed as a shooter wasn't exclusive you said it was topical to today yep I'm just I'm looking through what we've talked about today um I I'm gonna kick myself I know I am um I'm gonna need a guess here. You are gonna need a guess. You, you are. This. Yeah, I'm just looking. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just gonna. I hate myself. Um, we talk. What did we talk about? That was a licensed IP. Jeez, you saw much how you pay attention when we're talking. You, I'm gonna give you five. Five. Seconds. That's fine. Four. Got feeling. Five. Yeah. Um, Two. I know it's not, but one, I'm just gonna say Alan Wake because we talked about it, and I know it's not a licensed IP. No. No. Iron Man. Uh, I. Iron Man. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Was there an Iron Man game on the 360? Yeah, it was based off the movie. Oh, God. We were talking about terrible movie tie-ins as well and everything. Yeah. 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 And an Iron Man game. Right. Fair enough. I said it's very topical today. And the only IP I'm pretty sure we talked about today was Iron Man. And and King Kong. I could have said King Kong as well. Uh, Fair enough. Honestly, yeah. King Kong would have been a good guess too. Yeah. Right. I'm going to be honest. I'm just putting it out there. They're not here to to argue with me. Otherwise, I don't like this game. I always feel like an idiot every time I play it. (laughs) It helps when there's other people asking questions. uh, But yeah. Yeah. But also, I think... um, once you got it, it was an IP and it was third person, mm-hmm. probably going over studios to get what it is, right? Because if you say, if you ask Activision, that throws out so many different IPs. Yeah. It leaves you with just a couple. Yeah. Also, Dallas, but, I don't really remember the 360 era that well. I was yeah. straight out. Yeah. yeah I don't. Cool. Yeah. I gave you the hint because I, I really wanted you to get the point. Over yeah, the I know, I know. It didn't happen. Well, it's fine. Let well, me luckily, down. Well, luckily, I edit this. So, uh, so was it Iron Man? Yeah, I'm it was not, Iron I'm, Man. I'm, yeah, I'm, not do, I'm, not, I'm not doing that to him. I'm not, I can't do that to him. I'm sorry. Um, should we get to some questions then? We've got a couple of questions uh, in Fixer Sack. Yeah. Uh, it's now Despawn Sack today, so haha. Um, so, a uh, question from Origin Cookie Man. Uh, like Portal before, Cocoon takes a simple mind bending idea and expands it so fully that it produces a new subgenre of puzzle games. Before I continue this question, can we have shorter questions, please? Please, just. That'd be nice. Uh, I can't recommend it highly enough. Uh, a total playthrough is short. The quality of the puzzles crafted here are outstandingly elegant. What's with all these big words? Uh, without using text or dialogue, um, it is a must-play experience and should be considered for Game of the Year, in my humble opinion. Uh, question is... Jeez, I've got a paragraph to get the question. Have you played it yet, and what do you think of it? Crash, have you played it yet? I've not played it. And what um, do you think of it? I don't know. <laughs> I... <laughs> I've not played it. Okay. I probably will just because of all the talk around the game, mm-hmm. but I don't see myself liking it. It's very much so. I'm not a fan of the games the studios made before because they made Limbo and I forget what the other game they uh, Inside. made. Inside? Inside, yeah. yeah. Um, those are both games that aren't really my type of game. On top of the puzzle games aren't necessarily mm-hmm. my type of game. The reason I like Portal isn't just because of the puzzles. It's also very much so um, the character that that game is with... Uh, 
GLaDOS, is that the name of the, uh, yeah, the AI? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that whole thing. I think there's a lot of very, in, like, character, a lot of characters in that game, a lot of character in that game in general that mm-hmm. I don't know Cocoon will ne- necessarily have, but I've heard a lot of good things about Cocoon, I will say that. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't got it. Uh, I haven't played it yet, sorry, but I have got it installed. Uh, so I am hoping to get some time with that today so I can feedback for you next week. But uh, yeah, so I, I'm I'm interested. Like, I, I personally do like Inside. Like, I finished that game. I played a lot of Limbo, but I never got around to finishing it. Uh, but yeah, no, so I do like the studio. So hopefully this is going to be a game for me. Uh, but yeah, so I will definitely be checking it out. And yeah, we'll have some more opinions next week. Next up. Yep. Uh, Top Left 91, with the swave of job cuts across the industry and people still saying games aren't as expensive as they should be, do you think gaming companies are going to start offering even more expensive subscription platforms going forward, as well as the death of physical media? And uh, could we see more closures as well as more acquisitions? Uh, I'll let you answer this one. There's quite a few. Uh, Yes, to both the closures and acquisitions. Mm -hmm. I I think that's just a normal part of the business at this point. Yeah. Um, As for seeing uh, more expensive subscriptions, I think subscriptions will definitely go up. But I think what we will mainly see is early access with deluxe editions that will charge you like 80 bucks to 100 bucks for the game. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that'll become sort of an industry standard, which I used to be very against it, and I still am to a degree, but really thinking on it games should have been more expensive for a long time so if a developer wants to be like hey you get three days early access for like the price that a game should be as long as it's not tied to like the hundred dollar hundred fifty dollar version that's like just crazy expensive mm-hmm. um i'm kind of fine with it also if it's on game pass you can just pay the uh difference difference fee at least if it's a microsoft one because they didn't let yeah, you yeah. do that applies a fee which makes sense um but yeah, I mean, like you're gonna see something them try and get money somewhere from it. Yeah. Um, and I think for right now it will be like the deluxe edition early access situation. Yeah. Um, I agree with yeah. I think ex- subscription platforms, so like Game Pass, uh, EA Play, uh, Ubisoft Plus, those kind of PlayStation Plus, we've seen increases already. Uh, I think in the future we'll see more. Uh, hopefully not for a while yet. But uh, yeah, I definitely see those things uh, happening uh, as more and more AAA games are brought into those subscription services and, and they have more of a benefit to having them. I think we'll definitely see the prices going up. Um, do I see the death of physical media? Um, not this generation any, by any stretch, possibly next generation, but I definitely think there's always going to be a market for those people that want a physical item. Uh, yep. So I, I don't see it going away completely. I think it's going to go, if anything, I think we'll see things like uh, limited run games doing more uh, things along those lines and digital being the standard. Obviously, we've seen that uh, Alan Wake is digital only. I could see more companies doing that, uh, but I don't think it's going to be a complete migration to digital. Um, And then, yeah, just going on that last bit about like closes and acquisitions, I yeah unfortunately i think it's definitely going to be the case um as we see companies coming together there are going to be departments across different studios that become superfluous uh unfortunately Uh, and yeah you'll definitely see people amalgamating those companies so that yeah work is done for a central area rather than separated um and yeah as you get more developers in under one umbrella you're going to start seeing them lose certain studios and 
there will be cost cutting. It's always it's it is the yeah. case of like it is a negative thing, but yeah, it is part and parcel of these acquisitions. Um, and honestly, this is what gamers have been shouting about. They wanted Xbox to have the studios. Now that they've got them, they're going to have to make the money back on having them. Uh, so yeah, so I definitely see these things part and parcel being the future of uh, video games. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Uh, and yeah, as you were saying, I think the uh, the early access uh, to games is going to be the standard now. Uh, yeah. Like I think everyone has been saying for years that games should be more expensive than they are. Uh, the fact that they c- if if they can do it, so like the diehards who really want access to these games pay that extra uh, for the few days early access that they're excited for. Uh, fair enough. Uh, like it's not the best way to do it, I don't think. But uh, yeah, I mean, what makes it like a better transition uh, so that companies yeah. are still making their money is you know what's best for gamers i think right now yeah no i agree i I also think if they were to just raise the cost of games and stop doing the early access i think there would be a bigger outrage than just the early access existing as well yeah i mean i was gonna say we've seen prices increase for like on playstation side like they're like standards now like 79 pounds is it is it oh it's 79 pounds uh i want to say like some of them are like 80 pounds at this point Oh, interesting. I think they're only seventy. Well, seventy dollars. I don't know how that cost normally translates um, for PlayStation, but I'm pretty sure Xbox raised prices for games as well. I think across the board, like Nintendo, uh, Tears of the Kingdom was a seventy dollars game as well. True. I uh, so, I stand corrected. I've just checked. Uh, Spider Man Two as an example, seventy pounds in the UK. Okay. So six to nine ninety nine. Yeah. Got to save yeah, that penny. So, but yeah. people pe- people were outraged when those prices first hiked up, I remember. Yeah, so. yeah, when it went from like 60 to 70, like people were uh, kicking off. But like, this is the price you pay for having AAA titles nowadays with these massive like graphics, uh, rage racing, open worlds. You, there's gonna, you know, yeah. these things cost money to make. Uh, and it's getting to that point now, unless you like a guaranteed a hit, like it is a, we've seen studios close because they have a, a game that didn't do well. So yeah. yeah, they've got to recoup the cost somewhere. So eventually it's going to come down to the consumers. Yeah, no, absolutely. I will say for like the, the discless and the non-physical copies, I would imagine you'd see that more with smaller studios at first. Studios yeah. where it's like, we could put that budget somewhere much more useful other than physical copies. Yeah. Uh, like a Fortnite partnership sort of situation <laughs> um, with yeah. Alan Wake and stuff like that. I don't know if they would actually end up paying for that, to be honest. I'm sure I there's... I wonder how uh yeah, but I wonder how a deal like that would get made. And because like I would say Fortnite technically benefits from the deal as well, no? Yeah, well I mean there's Alan Wake skin, so I'm I'm assuming there's yeah. a oh a, a cut a cut of that. Epic's also publishing it. As oh they're well, publishing right? it, yeah. Yeah, of course they are. So it could they're have been part it. of like the publishing deal. It's like, yeah, hey, yeah. we'll do this. It'll be a great marketing and True. more cost efficient because it's also on our own game and we'll end up recouping part of that cost so that yeah, probably yeah. has its own own situation True. um but yeah uh smaller studios probably seeing less physical copies i'd yeah. imagine well i think i mean i hate to say it but like pc's been doing non-physical for years yeah and it's like no my i mean at the time when discs started disappearing from like modern pcs it's like i'm sure there was an outrage at the time but we're getting to that yeah. point now where it's like no one bats an eyelid when the only place you buy your games is Steam. 
Yeah, well, so. PC also had the benefit of like games being cheaper than console games for a while, if I'm not mistaken. They were like ten dollars cheaper. Ten dollars yeah, cheaper or something like that before. I, I think even really now. Uh, yeah, I know. There's, there's definitely it's become more the standard, so the price parity is there. But like, I think every now and again you you find you find sales on PC games a lot sooner oh, and yeah. stuff like that as well than yeah. console games. Um, yeah. which is a bit odd because you still have to pay that because I, I used to think it was like oh it's the percentage that you have to pay to xbox and microsoft or xbox and playstation but you still mm-hmm. have to pay that percentage to steam yeah, for steam PC sales. Out, yeah. so a little i don't fully understand that but yeah it is if i remember is. correctly i'm pretty sure there's like deals on publishing where like you get uh, a better tier like rating depending on how much you sell um so i again Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure like Steam will take less money from you if you hit a certain threshold. Um, Got it. So yeah, maybe that's why they can do things like better sales and things like that. But yeah, uh, we shall see what happens. Uh, but yeah, uh, moving on. Uh, Eldozo has asked a question. Uh, again, what is with these essays? <laughs> uh, there has been some discussion in the group uh, and the wider Twitterverse around length of a game versus cost. Uh, if we take some recent releases as examples, uh, Starfield can be 100 hours, while Spider-Man is like a 15 to 30, depending on how much you want to do. Uh, but one is much more polished game than the other. I have a few questions if you would indulge. Uh, no. Moving on. Uh, no. Um, question one. Uh, what do you consider an ideal length uh, for games? Keep your minds out of the gutter, uh, if there is such a thing. Um, and should length of games play any bearing on cost? Crash. No and no. No one or, no to the second one. Okay. The first one, my ideal length of a game. It really like depends. Depends on the game. Um yeah, I like I'm fine with anywhere from eight to thirty hours. I think over thirty hours, you're getting to a the game has to be really good or do something special. Yeah. Um, whereas like I've talked about Valhalla and even Odyssey to a degree, I felt like those games were kind of bloated for the sake of being bloated more so valhalla than odyssey mm-hmm. um not agree but like for most games like i i'm personally fine with paying 60 to 70 dollars for an eight hour experience if that experience is really good yeah and there for the experience i'm not looking at the length of time that's not what i really look at for for games because on average with the money you spend you get more out of a game than you do with most other entertainment mediums. True. So I'm not really trying to nickel and dime it in that sense, personally. Yeah, yeah. So uh, to answer your questions, both of them, so what do you consider an length? For me personally, like anything like between, like depending on the experience of what I'm playing, somewhere between like 8 to 20 hours is a really good, like I feel like I'm getting my money's worth for that from a, from a AAA game. Uh, but again, like you say, it depends on the experience. Like if I'm playing like a small indie game, like for I, I'm happy just like a one two hour experience in those. Uh, again, yeah. I mean the perfect example for me of like length not being uh, a you know an indicator of quality. Like I think the best first person shooter campaign ever is Titanfall Two, which I think was yeah. like a four or five hour experience, if that. It's such a good experience as well. That yeah, is, that's to, this, good to this point, is still the best first-person uh, campaign game I've played. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. The only argument you'd have against Titanfall is that it comes with the multiplayer, right? Yeah, so it's I mean, technically more well. than a four or five-hour experience. But that's but the thing. I would have I would have paid the whole yeah. price for just that campaign. That's it. I would have paid the full price just for the campaign, and I didn't yeah. touch the multiplayer a lot. So, and I still felt like I got my money's worth for it. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, um, I absolutely agree with that. And yeah, to your second question, should length of games play any bearing on cost? Not really, no. Um, because again, you can have a hundred hour indie title that costs 15 pounds and that still feels like a good spend yeah. of money. Or you could have like, again, like I've just said, like a five, four, five hour experience. That's one of the best experiences in that genre. And I still, I feel like I get my money's worth for the quality that I'm paying for. Um, so yeah, no, I don't think it does. I think there's definitely an argument of like, you can feel ripped off. Uh, like you could spend yeah. 70 pounds and I get like a two hour shoddy experience but i think yeah. it's more also, quality rather than the quantity is is what you're paying for agreed i do think there is some conversation to be had with like the way spider-man did it from the first game to miles morales it was a shorter tighter experience it's like you're not going to pay the same price for a game that is clearly in the, same, in the same trilogy yeah. right yeah, yeah um same thing with assassin's creed you can't go from valhalla being a 60 to 70 dollar game i forget how much valhalla cost mm -hmm. to it then to then um uh, mirage being a 60 to 70 dollar game right that just yeah. doesn't make a whole lot of sense for the player base in situations like that it's like yeah it should have some bearing to cost it shouldn't be the definitive factor but it should probably be less than the other game yeah, degree, yeah right yeah there's definitely like when you benchmark it against other games in the genre or in the series there's definitely like yeah you could say like again prime example here, like valhalla versus um mirage you could definitely say yeah this game should be cheaper because it is the same experience for but less of it those kind of things yeah. matter but like when you're talking about the grand scheme of video games it's harder to judge that kind of thing because there's definitely yeah like you say shorter experiences that are definitely worth the full price of a game yep yeah and obviously yeah, yeah we're still getting the best deal in like entertainment at this point so you know with game pass just in no, yeah. just in video games in general. Uh, but Game Pass okay, is the yeah, best. Was, yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Game Pass is the best deal in video in gaming. But video games in general, you pay seventy pounds yeah. for I, like a hundred hour experience that you can then replay as many times as you want. Yeah, compared people, to what, I think fifteen thirty pounds for a movie going experience once. Yeah, that's just the movie. Up. That's not even if you're getting popcorn or anything like that. Exactly. That's all part of the movie experience as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You pay for those VIP seats. Oh, the way that they recline and the heat. It's love it. I should go to the cinema more. Um, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, moving on from that though, um, Dak Nazora asks, "Have you ever had a boss in a game that has had you stuck so bad that you put the game down for good?" Yes, the final boss in Joe and Mac Two kicked my ass. That caveman's an asshole, and I hate him. Fuck that guy. Just fuck, yeah, that fuck guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's a specific boss that's ever made me quit a game, but like Elden Ring is a prime example of a game that has made me just like, I've in fact, yeah, Liza P actually is a prime example. Not a main boss. Oh, you did. But, uh, but it was it was a mini boss. It was a mini boss. I definitely hit a mini boss wall yeah. and just went, you know what, fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> no, yeah, that's and, but yeah, and Elden Ring uh, is another example where I've definitely hit walls and I've just got like, I think, in fact, no, it was a boss um what's her name in the library in the wizard's library i can't oh, remember oh yes 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 i know who you're talking about i forget her name as well but i yeah. know exactly who you're talking about but yeah hitting yeah. phase two on that one i just went you know what well, this is just not for me anymore good yeah. Yeah. yeah in fact to be fair it wasn't specifically her but there was a guy standing at the bottom of the elevator oh yeah i know who you're talking about that, yeah, little, yeah. that little prick Fuck that guy. You could Did you just run by him? I, yeah, I, I mean, I did run by, but there's always that bit of like, I, I want to fight everyone. He messed you up. Yeah. I want to fight everyone. Yeah, I, you know what? 
<laughs> that's fair. I want to like if I'm com- if I'm going to be the Elden Lord, I've got to be able to throw hands with everyone. That's, that's the rules, right? I can't be I can't be the Elden running away guy. That's that's not just not as catchy. Uh, but yeah, definitely Elden Ring yeah. is a good example. And yeah, Liza P was the prime one recently. But yeah, so it's definitely happened. Uh, but I, yeah, I've definitely had games when I was a kid as well that I played. Um, I don't know why exactly. Like I never finished the Lion King game, but oh, that game was historically hard know. as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that game yeah, was so hard. There's, there's definitely there's definitely games I've played as a kid that I've stopped playing that yeah. I don't really remember the exact point at this point why I stopped playing those games. Um, but I wouldn't be too surprised if there's yeah. been a couple of bosses that have just pissed me off in a game that I'm like, I'm done with you. You're a horrible game. And yeah. now I enjoy Souls games, so who's winning at life, huh? Uh from soft, because they get you all your money. That's true. <laughs> get a lot of my money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. Uh, and then final question for today um, from Ken Doyle six five nine. People quite often play horror games around Halloween. Uh, are there any other games or types of games you play around other times of the year? Not really. No, I don't because I don't think genre and game match up super well. Like Christmas, there's not really a whole yeah. lot. Of, like we've we've talked about the Grinch game on the podcast before, right? Right, that yeah, yeah. was there like a Christmas feel, but generally, like, there's not a whole lot of games that match seasons. I wonder if there's people who play during like Valentine's Day who play like dating sims and stuff like that. I think that'd Maybe. be very interesting. If you play a dating sim during Valentine's Day, please let us know. I would be very interested to know. Yeah, yeah. I just want to know um, are you okay? Tell us if you're okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I can't think there's like a specific genre that I've ever sat down like at winter time. I've been like, you know what? I really want to play this snow level in like Gears of War. Yeah, like, snow levels. The, snow levels are notoriously horrible too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Like, like water levels, snow levels, just you know, from soft levels. Yeah. Um, yeah. <sighs> no, I don't think there's ever been a um, a game genre that I've been like, you know, oh, yeah, I need to play this in spring or I need to play this in winter, like a Valentine's Day game. No, like, there's definitely been times where, like, if I'm streaming, I've definitely like geared certain periods to certain games like you say with dating sins around uh, valentine's day just for the genre matchup but like no i don't think i've ever put per- in my personal experience ever felt like i need to play a certain game at a certain time yeah it's mm. weird because like as expressive as we view gaming in terms of like other mediums but like movies have periods where you'll watch a specific type of movie during that yeah. season you don't really have that too much with games outside of or games just because yeah. they fit the the scary spooky theme of uh october yeah so like you you never get the like you've got obviously christmas movies you never like like christmas games or the uh the summer block yeah. i mean i guess you've got summer blockbusters in like triple a titles but there's never anything specific to genre now interesting question yeah though. yeah I'll i never thought about it in terms yeah. of games too much and i never will again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right that is going to do it for us today though but uh yeah before we get off there is there anything you want to plug 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 uh yeah like despawn mentioned earlier go check out fixes socials he's been doing a lot of a lot of work over at twitchcon he's at mm-hmm. twitchcon i know he's been doing uh food reviews or something along those lines over on his tiktok i believe so yeah. go check that out yeah uh and then for me i'm gonna plug myself for a change uh so go check out my youtube channel uh, as i mentioned at the beginning of the episode i have been playing ghost runner 2 i can't tell you about it until tomorrow but go check out my review over there when that drops uh but yeah until next time guys we will love you see you goodbye